It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. The Oklahoma City Thunder get the second overall pick in the 2022 NBA draft. That Clippers pick owed to OKC stays at 12, and the Thunder control the NBA draft. All of that and more coming up on today's Locked On Thunder podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I'm your host, me member and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LOTHUNDERPOD. Email the show, LOTHUNDERPOD at gmail.com. On today's show, the Thunder get the second overall pick in the 2022 NBA Draft Lottery, and they now control the draft. What does this mean for their rebuild the comments from Sam Presti, and who should they pick? I'd pick two. The NBA draft lottery happened yesterday, and heading into the lottery, the most likely scenario was the Thunder would have picks 6 and 12 right now. Well, instead, it's their third most likely scenario that plays out as they get picks 2, 12, 30, and 34. They sent Nick Collison to represent them. Nick Collison promised lottery luck, and he delivered on that lottery luck. Sam Presti promised a statue if that happened. We'll see if that actually goes down. He said it'll be a statue of uh, Nick Collison holding up the ping pong balls or the uh, envelope and that out of his playing days, but uh, he he should get a statue. Sure. Why not? Uh, The the, the Thunder get picked too. The Clippers pick does not jump from 12 and that made the night even more nerve wracking. If that Clippers pick would have jumped from 12, then you could have had a relaxed, a relaxed night because you would have known you at least got one top four pick. But once they revealed the Thunder at 12, it was nerves the rest of the countdown up until the Thunder got the second overall pick. Our Locked On Big Board experts ran through a mock draft after our live show yesterday of the lottery, and the Thunder got Chet Holmgren and Jeremy Sohan, which would make them a really good defensive team. I think that some people get lost in how good they were defensively last year uh, because of you know the end of the season stuff and the tanking stuff. But for a young tanking team, that was a really good defense last year for the Thunder, and they have a really good system in place to develop defense. Uh, this was the third most likely outcome, uh, but this is their best possible outcome. And I know that you might be thinking 1-12 would be their best possible outcome. At at 2, there's a little less pressure because you're not going to draft number 1 at the split hairs and split the atom there. But you just you control everything. And we're going to we're going to talk about grading this outcome and and how the Thunder control the draft, but this is the lottery or this is the draft order we're going to run through up until the last pick for the Thunder. So number one, Orlando Magic. They win the lottery. They have the top pick again. It's like they have the most ever for the Magic. Uh, they win the lottery again after you know the, the Thunder and Magic both uh, got some bad luck last year in the lottery. So it's Magic one, Thunder two, and then it's the Houston Rockets at three. 
the Sacramento Kings at four, the Detroit Pistons at five, the Indiana Pacers at six, the Portland Trailblazers at seven, the Pelicans via the Lakers at eight, the Spurs at nine, the Wizards at 10, the Knicks at 11, the Thunder at 12 via the Clippers, uh, the Hornets at 13, the Cavs at 14, uh, the Hornets again at 15 via the Pelicans that time, uh, the Hawks at 16, the Rockets at 17 via the Nets, the Bulls at 18, the Timberwolves at 19, the Spurs at 20 via the Raptors, the Nuggets at 21, the Grizzlies at 22 via the Jazz, the Nuggets at 20, I mean, the Nets at 23 via the Sixers, the Bucks at 24, the Spurs at 25 via Celtics, the Mavericks at 26, the Heat at 27, the Warriors at 28, the Grizzlies at, tw- at 29, the Thunder at 30 via the Suns, the Pacers via the Rockets at 31, Magic at 32, Raptors 33 via the Pistons, and then the Thunder at 34, which concludes the Thunder's uh, draft picks as of right now for this draft. Although if a player is slipping in the second round, it is very easy and very common to quote unquote buy you know picks in the second round uh, with teams at the bottom of the second round. However, it's unlikely that the Thunder would buy back into the second round, although you never know. And, and typically, you know, 35, 36, 37, 38 is kind of where you have that cutoff of where uh, guys, guys are kind of distancing themselves from the draft, right? We, we talked about uh, how, you know, players oftentimes say don't draft me after that kind of range uh, to certain teams. We talked about that on Monday. So the Thunder are in control of this draft. There can only be one, one player picked out of Sam Presti. That should that should bring a huge smile to your face. And this draft class is so razor thin that if Sam Presti thought, for example, the Magic would take Paulo Banquero at one, and that's Sam Presti's guy, and he, and he wants Paulo desperately bad, right? He could trade, pick two plus an additional first, and, and, and the Magic would agree to that and, and swap one spot. It goes back to, again, the Luka Doncic trade or the Michael Fultz trade or whatever trade you want to point to. Oftentimes at the top of the draft, these trades happen because you get your guy, we get our guy, and then we'll throw in a sweetener as well. So the Thunder theoretically could get pick one if they needed it. I don't think that they're going to need it though. I think that the Magic are not going to take somebody that Sam Presti is just fawning over enough to give up an additional asset. Uh, So the Thunder have the board wide open to them outside of one player. In a draft class that's in, that, that is razor thin at the top, it's not like last year where there was a clear number one in Cade Cunningham or the clear Zion number one or a clear LeBron number one. This There is no clear-cut number one option, and you're going to hear the magic rumor to draft every single player of the three at number one. Right now, th- th- I've been hearing about uh, Jabari Smith. Last week, magic fans were about Paul Vincaro. Uh it's just, it's going to be a revolving door of who the Magic are going to take up until they're on the clock uh, in 36 days from now. And Sam Presti mentioned that his big board is not consensus, which says that he says it never really is. And he hopes it never is consensus. And, you know, do you want to believe that or not? But if that's the, tr- if that's the truth, then you can move down in this draft with say the Pistons or the Kings uh, and pick up additional assets uh, in the in the process. I don't think that they're going to do that, but that is just another element of control for the Thunder to use. The more interesting aspects are the fact that the Thunder have p- picks balanced throughout the draft. They have the very tippity top at two. They have the mid at 12. They have the end at 30, and they have a high priority second round pick at 34. Not a ton of second round picks hold a ton of value. 34 would hold value uh, for some teams. So, that brings up the element of the rest of the 
the rest of the order. And that's why I went through the entire order because it's very important for the Thunder. Because these are teams that I've heard uh, myself or reports that they are looking to trade their pick. Okay? And this is how you can trade from 12 with using pick 12, an additional pick, a sweetener, whatever, to get all the way up to that top eight range with New Orleans. Um, they are a team looking to trade or, or at least comfortable trading because of how much they like their current roster and the depth in their roster trading back. The Thunder could package picks 30 and 34 to get like 26 or something uh, with a sweetener because the Mavericks are heavily shopping that pick. So it goes into where we want to start grading the scenario and talking all about the teams because there's more teams uh, that are looking to shift around their slot, right? We've heard uh, teams on our live stream, the Kings, Matt George on our live stream. I asked him as soon as we found out, okay, the, the Kings jumped. Would the Kings still want to shop this pick? As you've been reporting for the last, you know, however many weeks, he said, absolutely. They're going to, they're going to shop this pick and going to uh, look to trade it. Now it's, it's actually harder to trade in the top four because you've got to match top four value versus trading at say seven or eight, but the Kings are going to be looking to trade four. Now, could you leap from 12 to four? I don't think so, uh, but it is another team out there that's looking to move on from their draft pick. And so you've got the Kings, the Pelicans, the Blazers have been, I mean, it's been reported widely that the Blazers are looking to move on from their pick in order to get somebody like a Jeremy Grant, who's in the NBA already and kind of a win now player. And is Jeremy Grant's value worth the top 10 pick? No, but if you move back to 12 and the Thunder give you a sweetener as well as 12, and then you trade the 12th pick for Jeremy Grant while picking something else up in the process, then it starts to be more palatable if you just desperately want Jeremy Grant or somebody like that. Um, That's a win now player of his ilk. And then the Mavericks shopping 26 is the worst kept secret. I'd be really surprised if they kept 26. I would be, uh, but that is the teams we're hearing. And there's still 36 more days to go. And I told you yesterday that the draft rumors do not get real until the lottery. And now it's time for the draft rumors to get real. And then the smoke screens to start. And again, we have all these picks, Kings, uh, Pelicans, Blazers, Mavericks. That's four teams already with 36 days to go that would not shock anybody to see their picks get moved. This is going to be a wild, hectic, fun, you know, couple of weeks here in process here with the Thunder for the draft. I cannot wait. And we're going to be here five days a week covering it all for you on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. We're going to talk about what this scenario means and who the Thunder should take, plus discuss Sam Presti's press conference as well, all coming up. But first, I want to say right now, about our good friends over at Athletic Greens, AG1. It is incredible. It's the best way to start your morning. It's a lifestyle-friendly option, whether you're eating keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, contains one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, no artificial anythings, while still tasting good. It supports better sleep quality and recovery, uh, supports mental clarity and alertness. It's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Green uses the best of the best products based on the latest uh, sciences with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day, which is you investing in your health, and it's cheaper for you than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself that you need. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens AG1 has 7,000 five-star reviews. It is recommended by professional athletes, tested on and by leading health experts such as Tim Ferriss and Michael Gervins. Make sure you check it out today, Athletic Greens AG1. Make it easy. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free starter packs 
with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit Athletic Greens slash NBA Network. Again, it's Athletic Greens slash NBA Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the daily nutritional insurance today. AG1 Athletic Greens. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I want to tell you right now, my good friends over at the Locked On NBA Big Board Show, make sure you check them out every single day leading up to the draft because host Raphael Barlow of NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board Newsletter is joined by our good pal Richard Stamen at Mavs Draft on Twitter, Sam Ferris and Leif Thunil giving fans a deep dive into the NBA draft with mock drafts, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever your podcast from, just like we are. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball five days a week, including in the offseason, so do not go away anywhere. There's still a ton to talk about for the Thunder, and this is whenever things get real. This is this is the Thunder playoffs. It is the offseason because they're trying to continue building and rebuilding this very fun team. But the lottery night outcome, A+. plus. The Thunder desperately needs. They need, 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 need blue chip talent. And they're going to get a blue chipper. They're going to get a blue chipper at pick two. And folks, this is only year two of the rebuild. I know it feels like a long time. I know because you know you had the bubble run season, which you know most people in their mind count as a year, but wasn't a year because you went to the playoffs and you can't really you can't really do anything with the you know in terms of the draft rebuilding with the playoff team. And then you just took Pokashevsky to kind of have a chance at having a, a special type of player and a you know high risk, high reward type of thing. Then you had last season where you had terrible lottery luck on lottery night, but still salvaged it by drafting a great player in Josh Giddy. And now you get your lottery luck, you get pick two, 12, 30, and 34 to really put a stranglehold and a control over the NBA draft because of the outcome of lottery night. This is only year two. And you have SGA, Josh Giddy, one of presumably Paulo, Chet, or Jabari Smith Jr., plus whatever you do with pick 12, 30, and 34. That is an incredible baseline, incredible foundation for your rebuild. And again, there are so many teams that are looking to trade back slash just trade their pick outright from the Kings at four to the Pelicans at eight, to the Blazers at seven to the Mavericks at 26. That is again, teams in all ranges, the Mavericks at the end of the draft, uh, the Kings at the very top of the draft, and then the Pelicans and Blazers in the lottery at seven, eight, that that wouldn't be too much of a fall from 12, but you'd have to, of course, sweeten the pot with a future asset and a current asset. I'm sure for those teams to move on and go get their guys because for the Pelicans, Jake Madison, Blockton Pelicans has said, you know, they love, they love their roster. They love their, their rotation. They think that they already they already have their playoff rotation on their roster right now. And so if they did keep this pick, it would be used as a guy like a Josh Primo from last year who does not factor in whatsoever at all to the NBA squad. He's a G League player that's just going to develop and grow and be out of sight, out of mind, and hopefully rejoin the team in training camp and, and see his progression from a full season and full off season of work. And so he said that that's kind of the mold that the Pelicans might be looking at at pick eight versus a 
a player you know that, that can ha- highly impact things right now because they feel like they have their depth so why not take a swing right now if you're the pelicans and so a swing could also mean you know picking up another asset and trading back who knows and then the blazers have been chopping that pick for jamie grant for forever and so again is it more palatable to trade for jamie grant with that pick at seven versus pick at 12 if jamie grant is truly their guy who knows that might be a smoke screen and then the mavericks just I, I would be stunned if they keep their pick at 26. So could you do pick 30, a sweetener, and additional asset for, you know, pick 26 and go up and get somebody who you, you might not think will fall to 30. But the thing is, even if you don't trade, right, I, it, it is so fun to talk about trades. And, and we're going to do that often here. I know that that's what you guys want to hear. and that's what you guys want to do. We're going to talk trades. But even if you just sit, right, and you sit at 2, 12, 30, and 34, and then those are your draft picks, that's what you do. That's what you move on from, Right somebody has to fall to 12. They just have to, because there's always going to be a draft day surprise. There's always going to be something that we don't expect to happen that happens on draft day. So I would guarantee one of Jalen Duren, AJ Griffin, Dyson Daniels, Benedict Matherin, Jeremy Sohan, or Johnny Davis will be available at 12. That's a, that's good value at 12. I mean, if you get Jalen Duren or AJ Griffin at 12, Dyson Daniels is in that range. If Benedict Matherin does not skyrocket the way that but people think that he will, of course, Jeremy Sowen was our pick in the mock draft yesterday, which surprisingly had the exact top three that we got in real life. Um, that would be a good option for, for this defensive-focused team. And then Johnny Davis, a, a nice player as well. You can get good value by just staying at 12 and keeping your assets. It doesn't have to be a trade, and that's where the Thunder have leverage. The fact that it doesn't have to be a trade, they don't have to do anything at all and still get very good value and leverage at every single pick, this could not have gone better for the Thunder. They hold the cards. Oftentimes people have been saying, oh, well, they have all these draft picks. They have all these draft picks. Teams are going to teams are gonna not trade with them or demand more than they would demand from another, another team because they have all these draft picks to spare. Folks, that's not how this works, right? A Big Mac at McDonald's down the road, it costs the same for me and for you as it does as, as for Elon Musk, right? Elon Musk, you know, Tim, Tim Apple, whoever is going to go down to McDonald's, right? They pay the same that we do even though they're billionaires. LeBron James, he plays the same for Big Mac that you and I do. Although I don't think LeBron's eating Big Macs, but if he was going to, he put the same that you and I do. So the Thunder are not going to have to give up more because they have more. And now they have added leverage to that. That's what's so exciting for the future of the Thunder and for this draft specifically. Plus, oh my gosh, Summer League. Are you kidding me? Summer League is going to be awesome this year. You've already got uh, the commitment from the team to put Poku in Summer League, to put uh, Josh Giddy at Summer League, Lindy Waters at Summer League. I think that Trey Mann's going to be at Summer League, obviously. Plus, whoever you draft at 2 and 12 and 30 and 34. You could have a, you know, again, they said that the Salt Lake City will be for kind of more veterans and for Vegas will be more rookies. But if they did intertwine those teams, you could have a weird Chet, Poku, Trey Young, I mean, Trey Young, Trey Mann, type of lineup with Josh Giddy there as well. Of course, I think that like a guy like Josh Giddy, who's proven he can play in the NBA and proven he can play at a high level in the NBA. I think that he'd be one that truly does just, just do the uh, Salt Lake city one and does not do the Vegas one uh, for me personally. I think that, that would be his MO, but I think that a guy like Trey Mann, who, although he did prove he can play at the NBA level, uh, but he has a, he has an element of his game that you want to see develop or has a role you want to see him develop into, he might play in both, even though he is still a proven veteran type of guy. So there is so much to discuss, and there are so many great things that can happen, including Summer League. 
that you should be excited for. And this is the first number two pick ever as the Thunder. Of course, the, the Sonics had two, and one of the, the last ones, Kevin Durant. But this is the first ever time the Thunder have picked there as the Thunder. And, and it's just, it's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, they picked three with Harden, and then technically, gosh, technically Russell Westbrook had to wear that Sonics hat whenever he played for the Sonics. Just don't even get me started on that stupidity from the NBA. But you know, this is going to be awesome. And it's going to be something we've never gotten to experience before. And it's going to be incredibly fun. And as I told you, this is only year two. This takes out any panic. This takes out any any sort of um, concern about the process or about the or about the you know rebuild. And and Nick Engstead, who's hosting yesterday for our, our live show, asked, how, "Did the way that the Pelican, did the way that uh, gosh, did the way that the 76ers go out in the playoffs this year and kind of ha- what they're at at a crossroads right now? Does that change anyone's mind about the process and about tanking and about draft picks and things like that?" And I said flatly, no, it can't, because what's the alternative for a small market team like the Thunder to get high-end uh, high end players, high-end prospects, blue-chip talent? Because their best free agents, even as they had five Hall of Famers at times on the roster, like, even as they had a billion Hall of Famers, right, their best free agents were Patrick Patterson, Raymond Hilton. I mean, their only way to build is through the draft. So why would you hurt yourself and take your odds of getting a top-end talent in the draft down? Plus, not to mention, the process worked. They just didn't execute. If the Thunder got as much luck and get as much luck as the Sixers got, where they could have had Tatum instead of drafting Fultz, they shouldn't have drafted Jabari, right? They should have drafted a better player. They got Ben Simmons. They got Joel Embiid, right? If the Thunder get four cracks at it with Sam Presti, he ain't going to miss twice. (laughs) He's not going to have a 50% success rate. He's going to have a higher one, right? That is what you're aiming for. That's what your goal is. The process worked for Philadelphia. The execution didn't. And it still could, right? It's not like the team is over with, but it does feel like they're at a crossroads now that they they weren't at just previously. Now, just celebrate today, right? We can stress about... We can stress about the draft picks and who they're going to take it to and, and who, the, who the right pick is. But for today, just promise me you're going to take a deep breath and celebrate that the Thunder got picked too. Uh, and then tomorrow, we can get down to work and we can start splitting the differences between all of these players uh, because we already have our draft profile and projection out on Chet, Jabari Smith Jr., and Paul Bencaro. You can go back and listen to all of those here on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. Coming up, though, we're going to talk about Sam Presti's uh, comments before the lottery and who my pick is for number two right now uh, as we start to dove into the uh, NBA draft fully. Plus, you're going to hear my reaction after the draft lottery, and we'll tell you what's coming up on the Lockdown Thunder podcast. But before we do all of that, I want to tell you right now, but I got friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. A protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, folks, and they have a brand new flavor, birthday cake puff. It's like imagine it's just imagine yourself dipping your fingers into a plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. And then you open your eyes and realize it's only 150 calories, 16 grams of protein. And it's like the best thing ever because you're eating birthday cake, you're eating icing, and it's 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, nine grams of sugar. What more could you ask for? Folks, they just sent all of us on the network birthday kick puffs and they are incredible i've always told you my favorite flavor is cookies and cream but birthday kick puffs are right up there and might be dethroning might be dethroning 
cookies and cream. You never know. So check it out today. They're great pre-workout or post-workout or even as a replacement or a snack. Check them out today. Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. That's Built.com, promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. I'm going to say right now, but good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving you auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts you probably need, but you probably couldn't even write your email properly 20 years ago. So that would have been difficult for you to do, but they were there for you, and now they're here again. Rockauto.com. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars, and that might sound weird, but it's because whenever I go to rockauto.com, they don't know that I know nothing about cars. They don't know if I'm a do-it-yourselfer. They don't know if I'm a if I'm a mechanic. They don't know if I'm a car builder, if I work at a dealership or manufacturer. They know nothing about my story. And because of that, they're not going to upcharge me. Whereas if I went to an actual auto parts store right now, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, they would upcharge me and, and take me for a sucker. They'd tell me that windshield wipers cost $50 and I'd believe them and just pay the piper. But I don't have to worry about that at rockauto.com because they're going to give me the same amazing selection, reliably low prices with the parts you currently need, rockauto.com. Whenever you type in locked on and they, how did you hear about a box? They'll know what to do from there. That is rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices with the parts you currently need, rockauto.com. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. For your second listen, check out the Lockdown NBA Podcast. From jump ball to playing tournament through the final possession of the finals and the NBA offseason with breakdowns from our local experts. Check them out today for a national perspective on the NBA draft. Okay, we're back. Final segment here on the celebratory show. Let's talk about Sam Presti's press conference. He held one at 4.30 yesterday before the draft lottery. Uh, he said the reason that he does that before the lottery is so that we actually will believe what he's saying and not just think that it's based off of reaction because he was saying how, you know, he likes the draft and he, he doesn't really care about the results, just wants to get to work. And, you know, it, it's like a game of poker. You've got to deal with the, the hands you are dealt. Uh, it's not like a game of chess because you're not all starting at the same point. Uh, he says he loves the class, but he's always optimistic about the NBA draft. And then, of course, the, the quote of his board's never consensus and never has been is what people, you know, kind of ran with, including myself. Um, you know, he has shown you know the, the ability to take risk in the draft and to go outside the box thinking and things like that. Uh, I do think that gets overblown a little bit for Sam Presti. Uh, I, I think that he'll take one of the top three guys at two. Uh, if I had to guess, I don't think he's going to take Shaden Sharp or Jaden Ivey or, or leap someone up there. That's not, uh, you know, Jabari Chet or Paolo, but he did leave himself open for that by saying this board is not consensus. Uh, and again, the reason is before the lottery, I got asked that question uh, yesterday. He said it was because, you know, he, uh, he wants you to believe it and not think he's just reacting to to, to the latest news or, or reaction emotionally to how it all happened. He was in the room whenever the lottery took place and in the room whenever uh, the physical drawing happened. So that was cool. And he said the, the athletic said he had like two rocks with him as his kind of good luck charms. Uh, but he did not. We, the Joe Mazzato asked him what his good luck charms was. He would not tell us, but the athletic found it out <laughs> for uh, for all of us. And so. Now you just wonder who the pick at two is. My big board right now is Jabari Smith, Paul Carroll slash Chet Holmgren. Uh, I flip-flop Chet Holmgren and, and Paul Carroll like five different times since November. This is a year in which trust Sam Presti, like the people who just blindly say trust Sam Presti and, and use as a cop-out and just don't even, you know, don't 
take that further step to analyze, analyze anything or, or break anything down and just say, well, whatever he picked, trust them. Like, let's just trust Sam Presti, whatever, whatever he did is the right answer. The people that do that this year, there's a better reason to this year that holds water. It's not a cop out this year, right? Now we're all going to pick our favorites, including myself, including you, including the draft experts on television, the ones that play, you know, doctors on TV, they're all going to pick their, their favorites, their absolute favorites. But when that card gets delivered to Adam Silver, whenever the chips are down and the pick is made, this is a year that, that trusting Sam Presti is not a cop-out for whoever he drafts. Because the difference in Paulo Bencaro, Jabari Smith Jr., and Chet Holmgren are razor thin. And so if he doesn't pick the guy that you desperately want, you got to just defer to the guy in Sam Presti who is one of the best GMs in sports and LeBron calls the MVP and is just awesome at his job, right? So you got to defer to the expert there. For example, right now my number one is still Jabari Smith Jr. I think there's a good shot that he's available at two, you know, depending on with how the Magic feel. But if he takes Chet Holmgren, I'm going to say, okay, well, you know, again, the margin between the two are very small. And so he views it one way, I do it a different way. And I think that he'll, he's probably going to be right and I'm probably going to be wrong, right? So let's just defer to Sam Presti here on this one. Uh, there are times where uh, people just do that out of a, as a cop-out or uh, just kind of out of not doing their homework. But this is a year in which no matter who my favorite player is in this draft, uh, whenever it's all said and done in 36 days, no matter what my big board looks like, uh, I'm not going to criticize the, the second overall pick uh, if it doesn't take the guy that I want because it's not a slam dunk. It's just not. It's going to come down to... It's going to come down to the information that only Sam Presti has and that we don't have. It's going to come down to how these players interviewed, how these players worked out, how, what these players' medicals look like that only the NBA teams have, and that only the Thunder would have in their case. So that's going to be the separator between these guys because just strictly the film and the synergy stats and everything else, you can you can talk yourself into any of these three guys going number one overall. So it's going to take a deeper understanding of these players to get to, to that point of selecting them. And at that point, you defer to Sam Presti and trust in him. So I do want to put that out there as a disclaimer. This year of all years is a year in which you can just blindly say trust Sam Presti and not be a cop-out or an excuse for not having a take or, or doing your homework or whatever. If I had to bet money right now on who the pick is, I would bet it's Chet Holmgren. But of course, for my big board, I love Jabari Smith Jr. If he's available, I have him at number one in my big board and I have for a long, long time. Uh, Daniel Bell did join our Twitter spaces yesterday uh, live after the lottery, and he was in Chicago. He was at the lottery, and he said that Chet Holmgren is bigger in person than he is on TV, and he got the mix and mingle with Chet Holmgren and Nick Collison and things like that, so he would know. And he said that he is bigger in person than on TV. The bottom line is this team is going to be very fun and very young, and if they draft Chet Holmgren, going to be very great defensively as they were last year. So this is going to be a very, very fun team. I'm going to leave you with our interview on Lockdown Now about the uh, about the lottery, but I do want to tell you coming up next on Thursday, we're going to have a mailbag react reaction type all about your reaction and your questions. So drop them below in the comment section on Twitter uh, or on YouTube or wherever you can reach out on the email as well, lothunderfightshow.com. Drop your reaction on your questions and your predictions on those platforms, and I'm going to read them and break them down on the show tomorrow on Thursday. On Friday, we're going to talk with Mavs Draft, our draft expert, all about the lottery fallout, have a mock draft, and have some fun there uh, on Friday. And then you can also check out our Chet, Jabari, and Paolo player profiles that are already posted on our podcast feed and our YouTube. We're locked on Thunder. We have more of those coming out. 
We have more mock drafts coming five days a week, folks. Make sure you check us out. And even yesterday's show is not dated totally because that mock draft got the Thunder picks two and 12. So go listen to that mock draft as well if you just want more content. Plus, we'll be jumping on more Twitter spaces and, of course, thunderousintentions.com as well. So, again, I'm going to leave you right now with our Lockdown Now interview. And until tomorrow, be good and be good to one another. Welcome into our Locked On NBA Insider Report for the NBA Draft Lottery. Ryland Styles from Locked On Thunder joining us only one time, but they have two picks, and one of them is just about as good as it gets at number two for Oklahoma City. How pleased were you with at least one of those picks coming up so high for you guys? Yeah, this is actually the third uh, most likely scenario. The most likely scenario was that the Thunder would fall to pick six, and that would have been a disaster. So realistically, going from six to two is a big deal. And for the Thunder in this draft class, it's all about getting that top three. There's a consensus top three, although Sam Presti did say today before the lottery that their draft board is not consensus whatsoever, and he hopes it never is consensus. So maybe there's a, a trick up his sleeve, so to say. But just having the leverage of having the number two overall pick is huge because only one player can go before you, and you really control the draft after about the five-minute mark on draft day. And it's cool because it's one of those years where not everybody's looking for one guy, right? Like there's two to three, there's three names out there that people are kind of all mixed up about depending on who their team is. Is there one guy that definitely fits perfectly with the Thunder or are they just going to take, um, you know, one of the two best available guys? Well, the Thunder really need a center you know, to kind of tie in this rebuild, although they're still in that mode of their rebuild where you're not looking necessarily for position, just best player available. However, Chet Holmgren not only fits the center need, but also the prototype of a player that Sam Presti's looked for for a long time, trading up to get Pokashevsky, uh, you know, taking a shot on a guy who's seven feet with ball handling skills, can block shots. That sounds a lot like Chet Holmgren, only Chet Holmgren's like the brand name version of, Pokashev- of Pokashevsky. So I-, I think that Chet, if he's there, would be hard to pass up on for Sam Presti. Um, is there any possibility that because this pick is in such high demand, they could trade it? Or do you feel like they're definitely keeping this? I think surprisingly enough, there would be a way to trade it. It would just come down to how Sam Presti views Shaden Sharp. If you believe him that his board is not consensus, then maybe, you know, Shaden Sharp, the biggest mystery in the draft is his guy. And it would be a reach to take him at two. So it can go into the, the, the realm of we get Shaden Sharp at pick five and then, Y'all get your guy at pick two, whether that be Chet or Paolo. But in all actuality, I would imagine that the Thunder just keep this pick and, and select it too. Because you guys have a lot of picks coming up. I think I heard the stat was 17 in the next five years. So at some point, they're going to, I assume, trade these away because bodies-wise, they can't keep all of them. Obviously, this year, it's going to be some of you know the best picks, having the best pick you know in the top three and being able to choose from one of those three guys. Is there... Um, is obviously with the way the roster is constructed, you're getting a really top talent there and the lower pick. Is that someone that could also see some playing time as well for you guys? I mean, right out of the gate. Yeah. I think that Sam Presti will, will select it two, 12, 30, 34 with those four picks. I think that if you get selected, you're going to be expected to play in Oklahoma city right away. And of course also spend time in Oklahoma city with the blue team, their G league affiliate or the thunder. I would say that the more likely scenario uh, in terms of trades would be 12 instead of trading two. And maybe even trading up because, as you mentioned, you, you can't really keep all these picks because you're not going to have enough roster spots. And the Thunder do have a sweetener that they can throw in there to move from, say, pick 12 to pick 10, 9, or 8, somewhere in that range if they just throw in Lou Dort's an expiring contract. Or maybe they can get away with throwing in Baisley, pick 12, 
you know, 34 and a future first round pick or something like that uh, for the future. So I think that they could move up from 12, but if I had to bet right now, I think the safe option is they hold Pat at two and 12. If they do move up and, and they are trying to add maybe a little bit lower towards that section of the lottery pick, what kind of player are they looking for in that kind of role? Obviously, we know what those top picks are about, but when we look a little in the mid rounds, what's what's a player that you know they're either really keyed in on or some kind of uniform player, like whether it's pure athleticism or what they're looking for? Yeah, they're a very defensive-focused team right now, trying to get better on the defensive end. Uh, they were really good last year defensively for a bad team and looking to kind of instill more of those uh, traits in their future teams. I will say that I think that these two picks would be tied together. If you go more project heavy with a Chet Holmgren at number two, maybe you go a safer route at 12. If you go with Jabari Smith Jr., who many expect to be a high level impact player from day one, maybe at pick 12, then you take a more mystery project guy that might flame out, but also might pay huge dividends. So I think that the, the two strategies are going to be tied together uh, more so than anything else. Lots of options and lots of picks for the Thunder. Ryan Styles from Locked on Thunder. He'll break all of it down for you. So make sure to check that out. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked on NBA. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.